0: Before we start the show, let's hear from one of our sponsors. Their support keeps this show free for you. Have you tried Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals? Yes, you heard me. No cooking, no prepping, and no cleanup. Making eating better every day easy. These no-prep, no-mess meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with ready-to-eat, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. There are 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and so much more. Plus, there are over 55 nutrition packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you waiting for? Ditch the meal prep today. Get started and have a week of meals ready to go. Head to factormeals.com slash peace50 and use code peace50 to get 50% off. That's code PEACE50 at factormeals.com slash PEACE50 to get 50% off. When our kids are born, we have expectations as to how our family will interact. What we certainly aren't ready for are the struggles we encounter with the people we love the most. We are here for the
1: parent who feels like they've tried it all. For the parent who feels like they have to yell to be heard for the parent who is tired of timeouts and kids fighting all day. We are here for you.
0: We believe when parents feel supported and heard, they are able to come to parenting more centered. We offer tools to navigate the messiness of life with kids. We are Peace in
1: Parenting. We're back for another episode of the Peace in Parenting podcast. I'm Gemma and I'm here with Michelle. Hi, how are you Gemma? Doing well this morning. And who do you have with you? We have Casey. She's back for a follow-up. We talked about all her struggles in parenting a couple weeks ago, and she took some notes for us, so we're going to go over them all today. I can't wait. Hi, Casey. How are you? Hi. Doing okay.
0: What's going well?
2: Well, my husband, Jake, has stepped it up a bunch and recognized a lot of my needs and when I need a break, so I am very appreciative of that.
0: We are so happy. Yay, Jake.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good.
1: We like that. Yeah. Perfect. What about you, Gemma? What's going well with you, love? It's going well and not well. I was telling Casey I'm doing the medical medium cleanse and today's oh. my second day. I just have like tummy issues all the time, so I feel like this is it's
0: good work. Okay, good. I like that. Yeah. I don't <laughs> like cleanses. I always get lightheaded. I
1: know, I really don't feel that well, but I don't it's like okay. that- <laughs> what's going um, well for you.
0: My little one had a dance competition this um, last weekend, her first one of the season, and I'm not really into the dance mom thing, but I'm trying to be a supportive mom and it was really hard for me because it's like the twilight zone there. <laughs> like, makeup and hair and call I times. I saw it and, all, yeah. And, uh, it's crazy, and, but I'm like, she's so happy doing it that it makes me happy, so that was going well. Good, it was precious all the videos. It was really fun. Okay, well, let's get started. We had our last episode and Casey came to us with the you know, a parenting problem, I guess you'd say, or a sticky spot where it's been really hard. And um, I so empathize with that sticky spot, because I feel like we have similar older children, and it's not easy. And I think we just need to preface this whole thing that parenting is hard. It's really hard. And the, I think we have this idea in our head that society tells us like, oh, you're going to get married and have kids and you're going to get the house with the picket fence and then everything's going to be perfect. You're take your kids to swimming and to dance and it's all going to be. It's just not the case. It really just isn't. And I think us highlighting just how hard it is, is important for for us for Casey, for other people who are listening, that we don't need to rose-colored glass it. You know, it's it's not easy. And doing it this way is decidedly harder because we're fighting against everything that we think we should be doing. So not only are we trying to implement all this stuff, it's like we're fighting against our mind and our brain that's saying, oh, no, 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 punish the kid and they'll be better. I just need
1: them to get better. And that's just not reality. This definitely takes more out of you to do it this way.
0: You're right. It totally does take more out of you and for precisely that reason, you're just fighting against yourself. And, you know, listening to big feelings isn't anything that anyone has ever shown us how to do. And so when we start experiencing, it, it's like our body goes into an emergency. We're like, holy, we got to stop. No, this has to stop. This is wrong. This is bad. This is unmanageable. So it's a lot going into it all. And I think that's really important to recognize that this parenting stuff is not easy. And just because we say, oh, dude, special time, everything's going to be better. That's not the case. It just isn't.
2: So what did you do after our meeting? I would say the, the biggest change in commitment I was going to do was um, special time every day twenty okay. with Nell. And that was the biggest one. And that is pretty easy for me to commit to and really wasn't much of a challenge in the beginning, I should say. Also, it just happened that when we recorded last time, I launched into like a good day with Nell. She was in a good mood. We had a few good days after that. So it was easier for me to do and to commit to. And she was really loving it. I mean, we've gotten into the routine again where she asks for special time. She came into my bedroom at 5.30 in the morning two days ago and said, Mom, we have to do special time. That's good, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, if we're saying good or bad, like we shouldn't really, but that's a positive thing that she wants to be with you. She wants to connect, even though it's 5.30 in the morning. And it's no, thank you. That is not my
2: connecting time.
0: No. And but she's asking for it. She wants the connection. So you should be proud of yourself that you've, you know, created just that thing again for you guys, because that doesn't always happen. It certainly doesn't. Give yourself some credit there, please.
2: I do feel encouraged knowing that she wants to spend time. Can I launch into some of the challenges with? Yeah, absolutely. Please go. So I think one of the, the largest struggles is that despite the effort put in and despite doing the things that are part of this, quote unquote equation as I would love to have you know she's still her own person and she still has her own things going on inside her brain and body and mm-hmm. um so she just happened to be in a really good mood I mean things were going well the second day she was like mom I'm listening so well to you but it got challenging as her mood shifted for whatever reason or my mood shifted and then it just was kind of back to the same thing like the fourth or fifth day I outsourced special time and I was like, Jake. This is on you today. Like I can't. Yeah, fair. I can't do it just because the kids are in crummy moods or whatever. But it kind of took a little bit of a turn after that. Where and this is just kind of our cycle too. It's easy for a couple weeks. It's hard for a couple weeks. And I, I'm sure that's pretty typical.
0: That is typical. Maybe not the same cycle, but it's like not every day is going to be the day where she says, "I'm listening so well." Like that's yeah. kind of an incredible day. Yeah. And I think there's more hard ones than not, especially with strong willed kids who are sensitive to their environments like yours and mine.
2: Yeah. I would say we had about five really great days and it's been a couple weeks since we recorded and the rest were more challenging. Yeah. So what I about did- the
0: car seat thing? Did you tell us about that? Because I know we said, let's set a limit just randomly and see what happens.
2: Right. So I Think like a week or so after we had spoken, I could just tell Nell was tight, you Mm -hmm. know, and wound up inside. And um, it was the morning. It was like seven in the morning. No, we woke up and just you know one after the other. No, no, no. And so um, I was like, okay, we're just gonna go out to the car. And sure enough, she definitely took it as her cue, and she exploded into one heck of a tantrum. She was spinning all over me, all over my car. It was pretty intense, but that went on for, I think, close to an hour, maybe 50 minutes, and I kind of pulled her out of it. How was she afterward? I could tell that there was more for her to get out later, and we did get it out later, but she was relieved. There kind of comes this point where she's crying big, angry tears, and then they kind of turned into big, like silent sobbing tears, you know, like where they're just, and that's kind of new for her, is big, big, silent tears and she came to me and needed a hug and then she wants me to carry her and hold her and give her lots of loves and so that's what happened like she did she did come to me and did want some affection
0: when was that? Was that in the first week also? Uh-huh, yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah. Good for you for sitting through 50 minutes of a tantrum, though. That's not easy. And yeah. I can see why well, then it's like I don't want to do special time with this child because they just spit all over me and all over my car and all over everything. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what even to say. It's like that's just her way of processing. I think. Yeah. This is her personality
2: it kind of came to a place where I couldn't be near her because she was being so physically rough on me. Mm-hmm. So I told her, like, I'm going to stay with you, but I have to put this door between us. And then that's kind of the opposite of, you know, hand in hand. I didn't love having this barrier between she and I. And then it switched where she was outside the car. And I was like, I have to close this door because you won't stop spitting on me and kicking me and hitting me and scratching me. Do you have any advice?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think you did the right thing. I think there's also like getting, you know, moving far away like you did, even like keeping the door open and leaving her in the car, but walking across the garage or whatever, just so that you're still there and she can see you and everything. But I think you did the right thing. Listen, there's no perfect way. There's no hand in hand way. It's like. Uh Every experience is different. Every kid is different. Every parent is different. It's like the overall arching, arching idea is we want them to be able to process their feelings, and, but we also want to be able to keep ourselves safe. And if that is compromised, we have to do whatever it takes to keep everyone safe. And like you said, the rest of that tantrum was waiting like yes. they always do. And it'll wait and it'll come out later. And if I say to parents do it, if you're done, you're done. And that stuff will happen. That stuff will come out at some other time. It will not go away.
2: Yeah. I mean, this is what happened when we first originally learned from you, but it's been a week full of a lot of probably pent-up stuff where we've noticed more aggression toward Levi, more...
0: She seems rigid. I'd say then you go for the tantrum when... I would... I mean, that would be my recommendation is say like, okay, I'm seeing the rigidity. I'm just going to go in when I'm resourced, when I'm ready, when I feel like I can. I'm going to go in for the tantrum because then after the tantrum, at least you get a couple of days of re-regulation, you know. I think that's her cycle. It's going to be like, I need the tantrum and lots of special time. And then I'm going to be fine for a couple days. And then I'm going to be rigid and whatever and bad behavior and whatnot. And then I'm going to need more special time and the tantrum. And it's just going to be that's ongoing for most young kids, though. Yeah. Like that never ends. That really never ends. Tantrums just keep happening. Don't you think, Mm -hmm. Gemma, do you guys have lots of tantrums?
1: Yeah. And I was just thinking about my two kids in my head because Jonah's more on that cycle where like he recovers requires more and Caleb is like once every few weeks he needs a big tantrum and then he's good yeah like yesterday he was doing like Nell type stuff like no to everything and I was like they jinxed me because he spit on me for the first time he's never done that but he was just being so out of control with like every he wouldn't eat this and the plate was wrong and Jonah yeah. couldn't look at his magazine he has this beloved Lego magazine and I he's really hard to get a tantrum out of I think Casey struggles with that too like Nell is hard to push that point where she'll actually like Mm -hmm. be vulnerable and let it all out Mm -hmm. and so I took his magazine and I was like you know what cakes this magazine is pretty old I think I'm gonna recycle it and I didn't want like I want him to have that magazine forever he loves it but I just had to find the thing that was gonna like blow him up and he lost his mind he was like sobbing begging me not to recycle it that's when he spit in my face and I was like I'll give you the choice you can recycle it or I'll recycle it but we need to recycle it today I mean I gave it back to him this morning and I was like, look what I found. The garbage man didn't take it so that I didn't look like I was lying, you know. But for him, that's what it takes. And I just think Nell's so similar. Like they internalize a lot and then they blow up. And it's like us that has to deal with it because usually our husbands aren't the ones at least yeah. for me, my kids don't lay it on my husband like they do with me, like I'm their yeah. main safe person.
0: And that makes it doubly hard because right. then you're getting all the rigidity and the you know the behavior that's so tough to deal with. And then you have to do with the tantrum and then you're expected to do special time. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I remember after those big tantrums, we don't have them. They do subside after a while. me still though, she's on that thing. Like every three weeks, she'll have a verbal tantrum with me. But I remember after them thinking, I need to go away. Like I am depleted. I am done. That took everything out of me. And I think that's becomes the hard part of this parenting method is that then you're like expected to connect.
1: Casey and I were just talking about that. We were going back and forth, like talking about the situation. And I said something that resonated with her, like, I'm watching you and you can do all the stuff. Like you are an overachiever. You are good at everything you do. You do the special time, you do the tantrums, you do the connecting. But mm-hmm. you need a break and how do you mm-hmm. get that? That's what she needs, I think. That's the missing piece. Yeah. It's like where so, does she restore? Where
0: herself? do you, Casey? Yeah, that's really important.
2: I don't. I mean I try to, but it's one of the ongoing biggest triggers for me. The example we were talking about was I finally let go of the rest time thing. I used to require my kids to rest away from me so that I could have a break for myself in the middle of the day. Um, that's kind of gone by the wayside as they have a harder time respecting that. but I've decided to um put, you know, myself in my room and say, okay, you guys can play, but I'm gonna take a break and they still don't leave me alone. and that's when I've noticed like that's the connection we made. like I can't I can't restore. I have to be alone. Motherhood has made me far more introverted than I ever was before. I need time away just for myself to just mindlessly, whatever, fold laundry, watch a show, read my book, whatever it is. So that's a challenge. Mm
1: -hmm. And then
2: I would say I also do get time some days to go exercise and work out at the gym. And that's, you know, without the kids, I'll put them in child, child care or they're at school. But largely I feel guilty for taking any time. Why? I don't know. I feel Cuz you don't
0: work hard enough?
2: Yeah, I feel guilty cuz you don't like... do enough. <laughs> I mean cuz you're not super silly. mom
0: doing everything? <laughs> I see you and I'm like you doing it all. Yeah. You exactly. really are and you're doing it and you're like beating yourself up about it.
2: It's it's really hard for me to see my own successes and to give myself any credit. I I will typically see what I need to work on or what I see as needing work even if most people Gemma has told me like this is my good point like this is where I feel good and I'm like oh no I have to da-da-da-da-da. you
0: know well I, I think that's like the I think maybe that's like the sum of part of this why yeah. it's so devastating when things don't go well well mm-hmm. what we think is well but actually tantrums are so good even though they suck but I think that's part of it like You're beating yourself up like you're doing something wrong or not. Yeah. Yeah. But I think you're doing it all just great.
2: I could tantrum. I I could deal with a tantrum all day. I am good with dealing with tantrums because I feel like it's work that's being done. What gets me is when the tantrums have happened, the special time has happened, and I still have this disagreeable, cranky child. That's what gets to me. And so then I feel like, well, there's something I'm not doing. There's something I'm not doing to a level that needs to be done. And there's no way I can take any time for myself.
0: Kids are, you know, I I think it's normal for kids to be defiant. I mean, I think that's just part of it. And I would leave her with, leave her with whomever, who cares? I mean, she's gonna be defiant with you.
2: She might as well be defiant <laughs> with somebody you pay. That's hard for me. I'm really self-conscious. Cause I mean, I think we've all been there. You have to let this go, but it feels like a reflection of me. But I think she'll probably be better with someone else. Yeah, she is. My kids are.
0: Esme's like, I went on campus the other day and the director of the school is like, oh, we just that that Esme is just so sweet. She's just she's everybody's (laughs) friend. She's just so nice. And I looked at him like, my 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 Esme? And he was like, yes. And I was like, oh, thank you. (laughs) Like, like you're doing something right. I was like, sure am. I don't know. You know, like she does the one that spit in my face. Okay, Yeah. But, you know, I do believe that you're the safest place and that she won't probably be that way with others and that you should maybe relinquish so you can get your time. Casey, you so deserve it. You really do. You're working so hard. The only thing I would say is that I would just have more tantrums, especially if you can handle them.
2: Yeah, usually I can. If you can,
0: I would say just get in that car, in that car every day <laughs> and push it to some degree. If you start seeing that rigid behavior, I would go to the tantrum. Yeah. Where you can and where you think it might be appropriate and, you know, wherever. You know, school could be a big thing for her, too. You could try playing school. Mm, Do you yeah. want to play school and say, you be the teacher and see what she says to you?
2: That'd be interesting. Yeah.
0: I mean, school for my kids was really hard, still is. They still, like, come home pretty, like, tense. Wrestling is good, too. I wrestled with Pia a lot. I wrestled with her almost every day after school. Oh, my gosh.
2: Yeah, that's Jake's job. Yeah, fine. (laughs) Fine, He does the wrestling and loves it.
0: And what about Levi? We haven't really talked about Levi.
2: So there's not much problem-solving with him because the advice that I've been given works or what he tantrums over is really... Tangible stuff. Yeah. It's like my the juice car. cap fell off. Thing. Yeah. And he'll like have his moment. He might be feeling something else and it's coming out in the juice cap tantrum, but it's tangible. So I have a pretty easy time with Levi. Pia's
0: a lot easier for me. She got mad at me at the dance competition because you didn't do my hair right. I'm like, of course I was doing the hair right. <laughs> I mean, I'm an excellent hairdoer, but <laughs> <laughs> really, but like it looked pretty good. But like, you know, there was one bump, but she was stressed because she had to go on stage in a couple hours and she was so stressed. And I'm like, OK, well, I'm fixing. I'm trying. And then two hours later, I didn't really, you know, and with the second child, you're like, meh, it's fine. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's OK. Like, I'm not going to get excited about that. Seen this, done this a million times. Like, it's OK. But two hours later, she goes, Mom, I'm really mad. I'm really sorry I got mad at you about the hair. Aww. I was just stressed. And so it's like when you have that kid, you yeah. know, in comparison to somebody who can't regulate it at all or who has so much more anxiety because there's so much more. I think they're more in tune to their environment. They're more observant of what's going on. They take on so much more.
2: Absolutely.
0: And so when you have the dichotomy it's so hard to, you know, understand the, the one that's more difficult because you are like, I have this other child who's just doing fine. like, why is this so much harder? It's
2: very hard and hard to wrestle with one taking up a lot of space. That's what I always say yes, taking up a lot of space in our family. If we're yeah. problem solving something, it's usually revolving around her in some way. And that becomes hard for me. I feel guilty for Levi. I feel guilty that his experience can largely be in the background. Often, it's that yeah. is that is a tough thing to wrestle with.
0: How old is Levi now? He's three Four. and a half. Oh, he's three and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he will become more of a person and more of a you know a force to deal with as time goes on and he'll find his place and hopefully he'll be able to like assert himself with her which Pia has you know but it's taken her a while
2: yeah I hope for that and then I'm like oh it's gonna get harder
0: it might get harder but it might be better for everyone listen this thing is like my dad says what does he say oh we're not raising flowers over here I was like, okay, what, what? (laughs) It's like, flowers are easy. I was like, okay, got it, got it. You know, and it's true. We're raising people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so anything else? Any other things that came up over the last two weeks?
2: Something that you had worked on with me quite a bit was my need to be on time and issue with lateness. And I had an epiphany yesterday. I was solo parenting just Levi and we were running 10 minutes late to his gymnastics class but I realized I was not worried about it at all I did not care because we were flowing like we were Uh first of all we were connected and we had just done special time he was getting his shoes on no problem he's okay mom this is great yeah you know heading into the car and I wasn't one bit worried about being late and I just found that a really interesting perspective because even this morning, as I'm getting the kids ready for school, both of them now, it's four or five times asking Nell to get her stuff going. And Levi is first time asked getting all of his stuff going. And I'm so much more stressed about time, even though time doesn't really matter. Yeah. And it didn't matter that we relate to gymnastics. But I just thought that was really interesting in not being listened to, that automatically triggers this stress.
0: Yeah. About
2: and other maybe it is
0: Yeah, maybe it's not being late, but it's like not being listened to. Yeah,
2: yeah, not being listened to.
0: Yeah, not you know being defiant or not being defiant, but just like not getting ready and not listening.
2: Yeah, it's it's huge for me.
0: Have you tried? I mean, I know I did this forever. I mean, I think we just stopped doing it this year, but we played every morning. We just did like hide and seek or some sort of small little play that really helped Nell. It really helped Esme really a lot.
2: I know that would I feel like I've got this checklist of things like do my journaling do my devotion I know
0: I know get
2: myself looking like a human in the morning get my (laughs) fish looking human in the morning
1: (laughs) Caleb is like first ask he does everything and Jonah will not get his shoes on like I cannot get the child to put any clothing on so he goes everywhere in pajamas and I bring his shoes like I just For myself, like hearing her, I'm starting to get stressed and I'm like, I don't, I just ignore it. Like, I don't ask again. I ask one time if they don't do it. So
0: I think that's a good remedy too. If you can, if you can stomach that, but I think people like Casey and I, we can't stomach that because we're like, we have a checklist (laughs) and things to do and we're type A and that's not going to happen. So I'd rather type A myself into play. So that's how I get like I am you like, OK, I will add this to my list to do. I will do the play because I know the play is going to get me what I want. And ultimately, what I want is my kid to, you know. And so then I get dogmatic in that right. and that fulfills my type A and then also gets people moving. I don't know if you downloaded my connection plan ever, but it's just, you know, it's like what I do every day to get connected, get in their beds and cuddle with them, play in the morning, sit down and eat breakfast, no electronic, just I'm very methodical. And now it's like second nature. It's dogmatic for me. And so because I'm like that, I just am like, I would rather be super dedicated to my stuff, my journaling, my yoga, and just have my life be crazy like that, as opposed to having the emotional crazy or less emotional. I wonder crazy.
1: If, do you think that would help with Nell if she like got up a little bit earlier and cuddled in the morning? If I she just would do. Allow
0: two, it? I literally do two minutes, you know, 120 seconds. It's no big deal. I just get in hugs and kisses. I love you. And that's it.
2: And Esme accepts that from you. She's yeah. happy to have she's you in there.
0: Sometimes she like the other morning. I don't know if anyone read my post, but she was like she was already up and she's like, took you long enough to get here. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's 703. I wake you up seven. <laughs> she's Like I've been up for a while. <laughs> and I was like, oh, know how this day is gonna go? Like, <laughs> holy moly! You know, so it's yeah. like you never know what you're going to get. Of course, but you don't stop. I just keep at it. I'm just like, I'm here. I'm gonna do it because I'm trying. <laughs> you yeah, know,
2: that's so nice. I I will take things personally. Gemma and I recently talked about this. I take things personally, yeah. and I need to get
0: over that, but it's hard not to. So hard. Because, you know, we don't want our kids to treat us like that. But right. it's not about us. It really isn't. They're so egocentric, especially your daughter at being so young. She's so in her own world. It has nothing to do with you. It's But it's like this push, pull, push, pull. And so if we just stay constantly pushing with the connection, more often than not, it will be better. And when it's bad, it's going to be bad. But that's just that that's it.
2: Yeah. yeah, I think that would help. I can I can give that a shot. I feel better about that. Than my daughter going to school in jammies.
0: <laughs> yeah, Gemma's sweet and laid back. So, so laid back. That remedy works for a lot of people, and a lot of people would say, like, my best friend would do what Gemma does, and yeah. that would be totally workable, I think.
1: Uh huh.
0: Okay, good. I think there's some good concrete things, and the other thing is, is just you're doing great. You really are, Casey. As
1: she spills you- her water everywhere. <laughs> like, yes. Not a good
0: drinker, great. but you're really good at this momming stuff. You are. I want you to know that.
1: She knows because I don't let her. We you know, don't let do her get away. I'm like, I'll combat that. Yeah. Okay, Case. Thanks for being on with us twice in a row. It was yes, so we fun really having appreciate. you. Yeah, that was so much fun. Thank you guys.
0: And maybe you'll come back again in a few weeks and and give us more updates.
1: I would love to come on. Okay, we would love <laughs> to have you. Thank you, Casey. Yeah, thank you so much. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and check out our Patreon. Michelle has a new video up there.
0: Yeah, I have a new video and also the connection plan, the one I just recommended for Casey, we'll um, we'll link it here. But it's a good place to get started. And actually, it's a good place, even if you've already started, just to get honed in on what you're doing every day to get connected. It can be, you know, all kinds of little tiny things that don't take much time. All right.
1: Thanks Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week.